The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm Hi everyone, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. You are listening to another episode of It's Always the Husband Podcast. podcast. Yes. That's right. Which you should know because you hit podcast button the purple podcast button or spotify spotify and hit play and you have your earbuds in or you're cleaning and doing dishes or in the car maybe your kitchen ceiling just fell in and you needed something Mm -hmm. to listen to while drinking yourself into a stupor yeah crying that just happened to me yes her ceiling fell in like like you were Ralph Furley in Three's Company, <laughs> Jack and Chrissy and Janet were having a dance party upstairs yes. and the ceiling and fell on the ceil- And the pipe burst yep. and water flew down, right. poured down through the ceiling that onto my new floor. Brand new floor. Literally brand new floors. Literally brand new. Yeah. That's terrible. Pretty terrible. Well, I had to pick up dog poop just in the backyard yesterday. It took an hour. I don't even want to think about That's, it. But you have a tiny poops. I have two, a medium and a big dog. Yeah, well, that but there was tiny poops in my dining room today oh, when I geez. got home. Again, she started shitting in the floor in my house. It's a new floor. She's got to break it in. Yeah, I bet it doesn't smell like the other one. So she's like, where can I shit on it? Yeah. But her shits are teeny rabbit shits. They yeah. are rabbit shits, but still, yeah. gross, Nelly. It's of not course. like we don't let you out. Quit pooping in our house terrible that's why we had to get these floors in the first place because we demolished our carpet for six months yeah we finally thought she got the hang of it and now she's no she never does no they never do never do um yeah so we have some new patreons you want to read them (gasps) out for us yes i have five new patreons thank you thank you thank you thank you cinco Patreon. I know. Mates. And you're, you'll get a He-Man up. wig up. and uh-huh. we'll, I'm going to make a little video of the He-Man mag, wig thing Migs, and post it soon. Migs. Because now we're on Top Gun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so our first Patreon is... <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Okay. Um, I would say like Isa Gray. Isa Gray. Asa Gray, Gray. can you please, please find us on our Facebook group and tell us how to fucking be normal (laughs) and say your name. We don't know. We are morons and we can't do it. But thank you so much. Um, We love you. Thank you. And you have a beautiful name. I wish I was more learned and knew how to say it. No, we even stalked you on Facebook to see if you had, if you were one of the people who had the, how to pronounce your name. Like people who are Anne. Yeah. Have. Like, like I Anne know how to say Anne. Johnson. And then it tells you how to say that. Yeah. But you didn't have it. So we tried. Just tell us how on our Facebook but page. We, and love, we you. love you. Thank yes. you. And thank you so much for supporting us. And we hope to meet you 
and one of our Patreon get get together. Yes. And we'll never mispronounce your name again. All right. Number two Patreon is Gabrielle Stidger. And she is one of my friends. You've probably heard us talk about her older sister, Tiffany. Far um, older. Far older. Oh, geez. Tiffany is, uh, well, she broke her hip a couple yeah, years did. ago. So that's how old she is. Gabby is young <laughs> and beautiful. Yep. And Perky. um very perky and she is supporting us now and we are so grateful and love her so thanks gabs uh our third one is krista elder she's from indiana yeah thank you so much she's amazing and been a huge supporter lately of the show so thank you i appreciate i appreciate that she appreciates it too. Oh, and I don't. I just have one sip of beer i know one sip and i can't talk about it yeah uh, this one's a big one. Sean Lewis. A man. A man. We love him so much. A man. He joined. should get a She-Ra wig. He should get a She-Ra. He'll get a She-Ra. He'll get a She-Ra. A She-Ra breastplate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him a She-Ra breastplate. Yes, and everyone else can have a wig. Yeah. So thanks, Sean. He's in Annapolis, and we're super stoked. And our last Patreon, um... But not least is Jessica no. Boyce. Thank you she so joined, much, so Jessica. You'll be getting stickers soon in the mail. Stickers are coming and wigs and yes. Yeah, so plates. if you join Patreon, you will get a shout out. You will get a special shout out if you become a Jason Momoa, our top tier. Mm-hmm. You'll get some stickers, our forever appreciation. You get special episodes just for you, special events. Special pictures, all of that stuff. Just for special, you. special dirty pics. Nudes. <laughs> Some old Polaroid nudes that might be me, might not be me. Some digital nudes. <laughs> Lots of nudes. Just tons, tons of nudes. So many. <laughs> You'll be like, come on now. <laughs> just, I've seen enough. You're like, we're going to send you stickers. We're going to send you pics. Yeah. I, just like in my head, all yeah. I could see was your boobs. Yeah. Just boobs. <laughs> Everywhere. You think there's stickers then. Oh, it's her boobs again. Oh, she wasn't. Jeez. When she said pictures, she meant those oh, pictures. Oh, jeez. You guys, they're coming. Thank you so much for your support. We right. appreciate it. And if you have time, give us a review on whatever you listen to, iTunes, mm-hmm. whatever. We love hearing your reviews. Like, really, it gets us through the day, the week, when we get a review. Or a five-star rating. I mean, maybe a four-star we could be happy with, but not really. We want a five-star <laughs> rating. The more ratings we get, just the better our chances are in moving up charts and things like that, which is our goal. We want to break yeah. the U.S. charts. Of iTunes, yes. Of iTunes. Apple charts. That yeah. would, I would die. I would die. If I saw her name on that true yeah. crime. I would have to scoop you up. I would die. Off the floor. Die and piss and poop. <laughs> <laughs> and then show nudes to people helping me. Do you want to help me? Here's a nude. And they'll say, ma'am, please. I'm trying to do my job, ma'am. I'm not First responders yeah, I'm have not it rip- hard enough. You do not need CPR with your shirt off. I'm ma'am. not doing this to- see your boobs i'm trying to defibrillate you (laughs) ma'am can you please move your hand that is my crotch ma'am i said no i said stop no 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 means means no no. all right so 
I've been having fun with our Discovery Plus. Yeah. Um, I have a small problem watching my 600 pound life. Mm. And I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I can't help it. Um, this beer is delicious. I know. It tastes like summer. Yes, it does. That's why I bought it. Mm. Um, and Thousand Pound Sisters. I know. I know. I can't. And do some it. house HGTV type shows I like too. Oh, Eloise and I are hometown yes. fanatics. Yes. Do you watch Ben I've, and Aaron? I've watched just a few, but I like oh, them a lot. I was I, watching like a them. a beach, um, a beach like old this old house mm-hmm. where they fix beach homes, and I thought, oh, life must just be so hard when you have to have your beach home repaired, <laughs> right? But mainly, it's the true crime shows that I watch constantly. And there's so many different shows that it's completely overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, so many. And then you think that's a murder for every show for every season. Oh, my God. Terrible. So this show I saw caught my eye, and it's called Dead of Winter. So it is just shows of people getting murdered in the winter. <laughs> and they're seasons, multiple seasons. It seems so strange now oh. that you say it out loud. It's just you were killed in the winter time. But I guess, you know, Christmas time, holidays, people really hate their family. You know, I guess. <laughs> Remember that one that we did a while ago where she went outside yeah. and it was like two degrees below. The husband said she just wanted to go yeah. take a walk and it was like negative 27. And her tie-dye v-neck t-shirt. Right. And no pants. Because nope. that's how she was found. <laughs> just going to go out for a walk yeah. and negative barefoot in yeah. my... Uh, just top with bush out. She was just going to clear her head. Yeah. I got to just uh, really think things through. When you live in Minnesota, that's not how you do it. Nope. No, you get booze and you lock yourself in another yeah. room. Yeah. Thank God for Instacart booze delivery. Yeah. You know? I know. What did we do without that? Cry. Cry. Yeah. Or Drink like sober. Vanilla, up, we- I guess. Like... <laughs> Tom, remember when Tom Hanks was on Family Ties and he was the alcoholic yeah. uncle and he drank yeah. all their vanilla? He drank their vanilla? Yeah, because it had alcohol. Oh and there was a mama's family, too, where she God. put too much vanilla in her medicine and sold it. And, and then got everyone drunk. got hammered. And so she had to take get her money, give them their money back. I remember that Tom Hanks episode yeah. vividly, but I didn't remember that he drank He drank the vanilla. Because I remember thinking that you put in cookies? Yeah. It, has, it used to have tons of alcohol in it. I and don't know you if it still think does. that it smells so, I mean, it smells so good. You think yeah. it tastes good, oh, but it, no. it, wouldn't taste, it doesn't taste good on its no, own. No, but I guess if you're a booze hound and you're desperate, Yikes, you're Jones and got Hanks. the DTs yeah. and you need to. Oh, I know. Well, Poor guy. I know, Tom Hanks. Oh, I'm glad he came out of it. I'm glad he did too. I don't know what happened to his character though. I bet Elise slapped him a bunch. <laughs> and what was the dad name? Steven. 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 Steven Keaton molested him or something. Steven would never do that, Sarah. <laughs> molested him. I know he did. Steven. He gave him a reach around there at was night. No father on TV better I than know. Steven. Steven and Keaton. The, yeah, Steven and Elise. I feel like they didn't care for Jennifer though. I loved it. I loved it all. So the episode we are going to do is season two, episode two, called Code Blue. And it's there'll be tons of outside information. Mm -hmm. You may, Forensic Files fans, recognize this because halfway through I realized I knew the story. 
It is Forensic Files episode to the victor. Um, you guys are crazy. Name. But this is a crazy, crazy, crazy episode. And geez. But they're. Yeah, but this wasn't even about him. I mean, it wasn't even really, about him. It was at all. weird, but he wasn't. I feel like Forensic yeah. Files is desperate for titles like we are sometimes. Yeah. They need to hire us. Yeah. I think we're much better. <laughs> they clearly don't know that the more foul. The more foul it is, the more words, downloads you yeah, get. Yeah. Yep. Which I realized. Clearly. You guys call, call it Diarrhea Victor, and it'll be a number one. Right. This took place in 1993, another 90s, we know, but 93, we had done one before. It is the year I graduated high school. Donna Martin graduates from 90210. Uh, Because Donna Donna Martin was not going to graduate because she... Was she dumb? No, I think she like took a dump on the principal's desk or something. Or she got hammered at, got copy and hammered or something like that. I don't know. Um, who didn't she was get caught being hammered in high school in the locker oh, room? God, I don't know. Donna, keep it together. But she ended up graduating, I guess, off of David's silver stomach. She's maybe <sighs> she didn't like any kind of wang action. No, no, yeah. she would never get that close. Big movies were Jurassic Park, which I loved. I really did love Jurassic Park. Michael Crichton, I really like to read his books. Um, I had read it in high school. Weird. For math, we had to read Jurassic Park, actually. Why? Um, because it has fractals in between the chapters. There are these little fractal pictures, which is like an algebraic pattern. Mm-hmm. And so we had to read Jurassic Park for that those pictures. But it was good. So I wasn't too mad about that project. <laughs> because... I don't know. What else was there to do in the 90s? You had to read a book in math class, I guess. We watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. We watched that. Yes. Yes. We watched that. And we watched... Um, what the one Amish with Harrison Ford, the witness. accused, no, a witness. The witness. I don't I know why that was in psychology, but I think because of the Amish life. I don't know. Weird. Um, I don't know. We but also he, watched Roots on a film yes. strip. I've told that yeah. story before, haven't I? I feel like the it wasn't on a VHS. It was like a meh. ding. And I feel then like you don't get the whole story. Lavar Burton would yeah. just be holding Proposed. up, posed, yeah. And you would hear the audio, and then we'd fight over who got to be the turner of the film strip because that was the only thing. Yeah, otherwise we'd fall asleep. Bing! Oh, terrible. We talked about Tombstone. I know before. Again, that is an amazing, such a good movie. Oh, I loved it. Um, I did love that one. Val Kilmer was the best. And one of the brothers, I just still remember one of the brothers got shot and they were like digging out his bullet wound on the pool table. And we thought, that's gross. And that would be painful. Mm -hmm. Even if you had a ton of money back then, still going to the doctor would have been awful. And going to the dentist, if you even did, Mm. would have been awful. My mom and I were just talking about the dentist yesterday, how people just let their teeth rot and how bad it would hurt. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't own a toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a break. So here's the music that uh, the best song, Dolly Part. Well, I think it's the second best. Uh, but some people argue this is the best song ever written. I will always love you. Uh, was the number one song of '93 sung by Whitney Houston? Yes, Queen Whitney. Yeah, from her movie, right? Oh uh, yeah, from the Bodyguard. Yeah. Um, also, the it seems like the movie, um, the three mus. 
Musketeers. Yes, that was one of was the choices. One of them yeah. Because the song All for Love with yes. Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting was uh, number nine. And then Whoop, There It Is, one of my personal yes. favorites. Yes. Uh, there used to be a teen club in the college town nearest to my farm and we would drive like an hour and go up there on Sunday nights and they'd have, you know, booze free, uh, dance party for kids. Yes. For like high schoolers. Yes. It was called club pepper. Oh no. We had that 18 under clubs. I was known to dance to whoop there. I think you would have, uh, some other songs. Uh, that's the way love goes. Janet Jackson, what is love baby don't hurt me remember that one i'm a creep one of my faves i'm a creep i'm a weirdo we had some musical movies like what's love got to do with it where tina finally gets free from ike dick do you have to do you have oh i remember singing that before so now i kind of do remember this do you remember the movie Swing Kids? Yes! Christian Bale, Robert Sean Leonard, who was also in um, Dead Poets, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was in House. Do you remember the movie Man Without a Face with Mel Gibson? Yes. And he had half a face. Why did he not have a face? I don't remember, but there was some Simpsons joke where Seymour Skinner, who lives with his mother, he's yeah. like the school principal. And he's telling, again, like to the pastor or something that he and his mother got in another one of their fights and they divided the house in half. So she took put cardboard over her half of the TV. And he said, we rented Man Without a Face and I didn't even know he had a problem. (laughs) 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 Was it like a fire and his family died or something? And he's some recluse. They described it as Mel Gibson is a disfigured recluse. Yeah, (laughs) Sign me up. Oh, dear. dear God. Has seen that twice? Nobody. No. The Firm or Tom Cruise runs. I loved that. Pelican Brief, Julia Roberts and Denzel. I didn't watch that. Mm. Schindler's List. Oh, oh dear God. Was that terribly sad? Joy Luck Club was amazing. I like that. Much Ado About Nothing. You're kind of in a Shakespeare I'm in a Shakespeare thing. mode right That was now. a wonderful yeah. movie. Who was in that? Rupert? Kenneth no. Branagh. Robert Sean Leonard again. Thompson. Denzel again. Emma Thompson. Um, mm. Kate Beckinsale. Really? Yeah. Oh, I should go. I should watch Keanu. That <gasps> yeah. Michael I, Keaton. I vaguely yeah. remember this. It was great. It's an excellent movie. It. Really well done. Bill do Nye know, started too. Uh, do you know what song I just saw? No. Lately by Jodeci. Yes. Are you aware that. of that song? Yeah, I guess. I think so. Because that's. Besides Boys to Men, that's probably the number oh five song played. Oh, and JoJo. It yes, was JoJo and Jodeci. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I used to love it. Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz called it quits oh, in 1993. Shoot. But she year. rebounded pretty well. She rebounded okay. If they would have stayed together, just think. You could be I could have Sarah married Jason Momoa. I'm sure he would have wanted me. Right now. Sure of it. cat hair all over this mic again, yes, Sarah. There's cat hair all over mine, too. It's tickling me. Um, believe it or not, women were forbidden to wear pants on the floor of Congress until 1993. You shut right up. Can you even believe that? No. Why it would Well, that... that's because there were no women in I Congress. Suppose. They didn't... What kind of asshole... Makes that a law. Oh, men are the worst. Um, there have been far worse laws than that. <laughs> I suppose. 
And there still are. Johnny and Winona broke up. Shit, it was a I bad know. year for and even worse couples. i just finished watching on hbo i keep meaning to cancel my hbo oh but now you're um, addicted and, yeah well i just had it really for game of thrones that was done and mm-hmm. then i can um but then i got addicted to 30 coins which is a spanish show it's a horror not horror mm, yeah but a horror. a horror show for you um it's very good so i had to keep it all okay. through that series because i became attached pretty quickly but it is i mean it's definitely horror so be warned I won't it's li- not I won't yeah you would not it. like it um but it's amazing and it's spanish and so you have to read Ugh. yeah um but i just finished the woody allen Ugh. allen versus pharaoh oh my god and what i mean it hits so many points I mean, obviously, sexual molestation and incest. But the fact that a powerful man and what he can do with money and just a reputation and how he can just crush the truth so easily is unbelievable. And to think that it was Ronan, her brother, that brought down Harvey was Mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But he got uh, away with marrying his other daughter he raised her since she was seven and he married her they started their affair when she was a teenager 17 and he got away with it yes i mean i remember people be thinking like that is and then that's gross you know he married his other stepdaughter why wouldn't why is it so out of touch that he would have sexually molested right. another daughter right he sexually molested one and married right. her right and look at his face hideous monstrous how did he even, Mia, what were you thinking? And she does keep saying, like, what was I thinking? They were together 12 years. And she had no confidence in herself. She dated Frank Sinatra, for God's sake. She was God married sakes. to him. And she was a movie star. And she's with this and dump she thought pile of w- dump poop. That's what I said. Well, the first thing I've is, I've seen like, a corpse on Forensic Files with more personality and looks than this guy. So what is it about him? He had cash, and he was popular. And he was why led I don't New like York. any of his movies. Do you like no, any I don't, of his movies? I don't get them really. That's not my kind of a thing. It isn't my. Nothing ever happens. In no, them. it's dialogue. What is happening? Yeah, nothing. Where's the conflict? I don't know. I. It's so okay. terrible. You just can somebody tell me? Are, do we have any? Do you think any of our fans like Woody Allen movies? I, I don't, don't know. know. A movie buff. I mean, he. I don't know. Just because you are of, a movie, buff. I know. So I mean, it's he's definitely one people study. I mean, he directed, wrote all of that his own movies and has a shtick, you know. But They're the guy's horrible. a horrible. You, you know, they say you can separate the art and the artist. No, you really shouldn't. I mean, he's fucking gross. We argue and his this art all is weird. About Bill uh, it blow, yeah, Michael it blows Jackson. your butthole away when you watch it. It's just so awful. <sighs> and that poor Dylan Farrell, that poor woman, mm-hmm. what she's been through. And Mia, what she's been through. Awful. Man. But Mia, why did you marry him when he said he didn't want to have anything to do with children and you had seven? She didn't even marry him. They why never did you stay with him? Why would you say, let's move in? Because she says, I loved him. Why would you want to see that naked? I don't know. Yeah, and he always wears clothes that are like for Paul Bunyan, and he's probably five six. They're too baggy, <laughs> hideous. He has tons of money, and his hair looks like that. In his glasses, and his face, and his face. 
Oh, but you know, I mean, like you're marrying one daughter. So yeah, I believe that you sexually molested the other. It's pretty not up. It's not a hard jump, bud. Oh, uh, fucker. So let's get started on murder, which is a more pleasant, note, pleasant topic better than, than uh, Woody Allen. He's a dick. Yep. Huge dick. Um, This started out pretty good, I thought. And again, if you've seen To the Victor, the forensic files, it's going to start kind of clicking in. But they show these nightmarish winter scenes the whole time, which really make one who lives in California or Florida say, why do people live in these places? And we say, we just don't even know. We don't know. We had a 60 degree day yesterday, two days ago. Two days ago. And now we have seven inches of snow and there literal was blizzard. A warning. car in the ditch on the way here. Right. Yep. Oh my God. Awful. So these terrible winter scenes. And then you hear the telephone, kind of like the 911 show that yeah. I like. Yeah, you like yeah. the Yeah. Um the sus- the calls. it says suspect. Hello? And then it says detective, and he says, this is Don Gale with the State Bureau of Investigation. The suspect then screams, I'm going to tell you something, Don Gale. (laughs) And I started (laughs) laughing two seconds in because I thought he calls him Don Gale, like like Ed Post. I'm like, he's a two-namer like Ed Post. I'm going to tell you something, Don Gale. You're trying to ruin me in this town, Don Gale. Oh my god! I just was dying. He's a I'm like, so now he's, he's a two namer. The whole time now he's going to be Don Gale. Yeah, they show real Don Gale in front of a laptop, listening to this old call. Um, and he just says, "This is when the suspect was starting to get real nervous because we're starting to close in on him." He and was then, like yeah. into it, like laughing. Oh like, yeah, ha, he knew he ha, set a trap, and this fucker yep. fell into it. Yeah. So then we start. It has like the credits and. We start with a lot of winter and lots of terrible winter scenes where it just looks unpleasant, which it is following. It says the following events happened in 1993 in North Carolina, the Blue Ridge Mountains. And I had no idea North Carolina turned into a hellish winter hellscape. Me neither. I thought it was nice in the mountains, I guess. But what the hell? Oh, well. So we see an older lady. um, I wrote hot glasses. Um, She has short hair. She's a handsome woman. Are you talking about grandma? Or I'm talking about Kay. Kay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was actually handsome. She was hot. As a but now younger she's handsome. woman. Um, um, yeah, she was hot when she was younger. So now, she, now it's a hand, she's a handsome. Mm-hmm. She's listening to the same call and she just kind of gets freaked out by hearing the voice again. And when you hear her story, you can understand why she's just going to get some PTSD. She just still didn't seem enough freaked out for me. We'll talk later once we get to the end. We go back in time to December 9th, 1993. We're in a little town in North Carolina. Again, it's tons of snow. So maybe up in the mountains. what What do I know? We see Don Gale, and I wrote Silver Fox. He was handsome, as a handsome male, not a handsome woman, but a handsome man. He is a special agent, so that's also kind of sexy. With like, We do like special yeah. agents, yeah. Um, we see now a reenactment. So this show, of course, even has reenactments. What else do you need? Uh, he, not yeah. much. Police are walking into a house. Um, the real Don Gale, Silver Fox, says that this case has been with him since 1993 well i don't even see how it can't when you hear about this case i don't even see how you would ever escape it 
Hmm. What'd you look up? I just looked up Snowfall in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can bring put him down. Randy's butthole Hi. is literally right in my face. I'm. Oh, are you trying to talk on my phone? Yeah. It averages five inches of snow a year. So why oh, did please. this? Why did this look like? Please. Um, a frozen tundra in Siberia, Alaska. Yeah. Oh my God. Get over it. This yeah, had the reenactment, they were enormous snow piles. Like, snow was piled up huge. Beach Mountain, where was it at? Salisbury. Oh. Salisbury. It says Beach Mountain is the town that gets the most snow oh. in North Carolina, but I don't know. North Carolinans, if you're listening, let us know. Please tell us. The reenactment is pretty bad. So we're in the kitchen, and there's this old lady in a hot pink dress and not like hot glasses like actual color hot pink mm-hmm. dress her pearls on mm-hmm. um, dressed up and she is laying on the floor half sitting up against the wall half on the floor and it looks like there is blood spatter all behind her all on the floor all on the wall splattered up behind her and she's clearly dead so this is Catherine Miller she was 77 years old she was shot twice in the head yeah um and Don Gale talks about the scene and it really, he still seems totally traumatized talking about it, just seeing. And he said, what kind of evil person just shoots an old lady in the head twice? Yeah. I mean, can't you just push them down and they get bruising? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why How he was shoot so old eyes. I don't know. Like, I guess he's seen terrible things. Did he miss things. the, who's the jagged tooth? Richard Ramirez? Yeah. Did he miss all I know, of that? But that when, guy, I guess if you see it in a little southern town, you maybe, true. I don't know. I'm sure it was alarming. And so we see the actual. And she was yeah. like prepped, like sitting. She, yeah, it was up, like half up, half down. Like he just went up. With her head against the wall. It looked like the dead. killer just went right yeah. up to her, shot her. She hit mm-hmm. back and just slouched on the wall. Mm-hmm. Awful. We see real news footage, and they actually yeah. are bringing out the body yeah. in a body bag on a stretcher. Yeah. Again, why do they put a real body in a body bag on the news when your children could be watching? Just know. body bags on the news? Why do they do that all the time? Because kids probably are in the living room when the news is on, like the five or six o'clock news, and you're getting dinner ready, and then it's all scary. these bodies. Yes. I know it's no, scary. You can't watch when you have little kids. You don't realize it either. I think we're so desensitized to it but then once you have kids and you're like watching right. the shows that you always watch like but then back you're to the like, future and you realize there's a oh rape scene in it i used to love lost remember yeah. that when that show was on and then when sadie kind of got old enough to like like she wasn't a baby and she was walking around right. it scared the living piss out of her because yeah, it was just like scary monsters scary and, and creepy yeah and so but now Regular children are watching the news. So are her relatives. So we see Jason Whedon. Um, I had a seventh grade, my friend Tammy, who listens, and all of them that had Mr. Whedon um, in seventh grade was a geography teacher. And he would give naughty kids the Whedon. So he would pull the hair, like at the very nape of your neck, he would grab that hair and yank, and that hurts. What? So when you would be naughty, he would grab your hair there, give it like a few huge yanks, and say, you just got weedened. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, and again, this was probably Yeah, I bet someone but, said in 95, yeah, you just got fired. Right. But everyone loved him. I mean, he was actually an awesome teacher. 
You just didn't want to get the Whedon. No. I never got the Whedon, of course. No. So Jason Whedon is, says he was watching the news and saw his grandma being pulled out on that body bag. And he starts crying. Then he starts like talking yes. about her. She rubbed my hair. Yeah, he said. He read me. She had the driest, something. softest, warmest yeah. hands. And used to rub my back when I would go to sleep. And, and he's just still hysterically torn this up like over a full it. grown man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they show a really cute picture of him and grandma. And grandma looked old in the picture of him as a young kid i mean i think some women are born looking 77 (laughs) like they get married at 23 and you're you're like is that you at 77 or or 20 i feel like this year i turned 77 i went from like 40 yeah we all did to 45 to 77 right well like i said the other day at our potato party yeah. I bit into my I bit my own inside lip. Blood was squirting into my mouth. Now I have a huge like sore. I mean yeah. at the age where I have sores yep. in my mouth. Mouth sores. How foul. It's not from your AIDS either. I it's know. It's from just biting God. biting my own your lip own telling lip. a story. Yeah. Hmm. I can't talk and I have jobs where I actually need to talk for a living. Isn't that weird? What a poor choices. <laughs> Now we see Kay Whedon. She is the handsome woman from before who was listening on the laptop. Her son is Jason, who we just talked about. And her mother is Catherine, who was found dead and shot to death in the kitchen. Kay is shown a photo of her mother and again starts crying, saying she misses her every day. She um, is always talking about her mom and still talks to really talks to her mom. And this is where they show that picture from the 70s. And Kate looked uh-huh, hot. Beautiful. She had really dark long hair. Mm-hmm. She looked really kind of kind of hippie-ish and sexy. And again, Catherine looked 77. 77. But she was a handsome. I mean, Catherine was cute. I mean, a pretty, pretty grandma looking, yeah. cute, attractive woman. For 77. Yeah. Six days before her mother's death... Another terribly mysterious, weird-ass thing happened to Kay's boyfriend. So she had a shit-ass week. So Kay... But it's like she didn't realize it. And this is where... She's not a quick wit. No. I think that was her problem. (laughs) Putting two and two together for her took a really long time. She wasn't reading Tangram. No. Jurassic Park. No, for a uh, fractals. Fractals. Oh, she wasn't in fractals. T- those aren't tra- algebra tangrams? two fractal. No, that you played with in tangrams are fun too. They're the seven mm. shapes that fit Would together you and call make them fun. Yeah, they are fun. Mm. Oh well, we see in the reenactment they're on the porch. There's Christmas lights, so this is Christmas time. Yeah, she has a boyfriend. They say goodnight, they kiss, they make plans to get a tree for the family with her and Jason, her little boy. Um, Her boyfriend's name is Victor Gunnarsson. So Mm -hmm. a very Swedish name, Mm -hmm. V-I-K-T-O-R. But he looks, I wrote, he looks like a poor man's Omar Sharif. He looks very... he Tall, was dark, and I wouldn't say handsome. Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck, Omar Sharif. Omar Sharif. Uh, With an Indiana Jones type jacket on. And who's the guy from Parks and Rec? Oh, yeah. Tom. He's jo- married to Megan yeah. Mullally, is it? Yeah. Very, very much so a mix of all those three. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 
But none of the really handsome features I mean, not, of any not of handsome, them. No, it was just all of them all put of them together. together. The mustache, the yeah. hair, the heavy the dark brows, mystique. The, yeah, yeah, kind of a lo- bigger, yes. broader in an Indiana Jones jacket. Yeah. Yes. yes. So the couple's making their plans. They kiss, they hug. Victor leaves and says he'll see her the next day. You know, they're really kind of excited. And Kay says, nor real Kay now, not reenactment Kay. Yeah. That was the last time she ever saw him or talked to him ever. He disappeared, like literally right. disappeared. He did not call um, her the next day. She called him and called him saying, you know, are we getting the tree? She never heard back again, never saw him again. And there, when we go to outside information, there's quite a bit. I, they you, didn't add it yeah. in the show because no. it would have been a two-hour show then, I'm yeah. sure. But you'll your butthole will blow off like that b- <laughs> butthole lady from episode three. Your butthole will blow off like a pipe bomb went up your butthole. When you hear about Victor Gunnarsson, your butthole will die. <laughs> and if you watch the forensic files, you already know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. So now we see... The detectives that are the reenactment detectives back with Catherine Miller in the kitchen where she was murdered. Um, they really feel that it was a setup, like a staged scene, because there was no forced entry and stuff that could have been stolen was left around, even though yeah. stuff was thrown all over the kitchen, thrown all over the house. For some reason, there was a big ass diamond yeah. ring on the kitchen table. Do you leave enormous Elizabeth Taylor diamond rings on your kitchen table? No. Why was that there? Um, and did the reenactment just say, hey, um, here's stuff people could... Women don't leave diamond rings laying I on their see, kitchen Yeah, table. it was like a costume jewelry giant ring. That was, I don't but yeah, know. But was that supposed to be a real ring? I don't know. But yeah, the killer wasn't taking stuff. It was their point. <laughs> <laughs> because diamond rings were laying all over the house and the right. killer didn't take it. Right. So it wasn't robbery. No sign of forced entry. They decide they're going to go see her daughter, Kay, because they feel that Catherine knew the killer. So then maybe Kay, her daughter, also knows yeah. the killer. Don Gale goes to visit Kay. Kay brings up also that, you know, my mom has just been murdered and my boyfriend fucking took off. He's gone. Except she just let this happen. Like, I still don't understand why she, why her boyfriend didn't call for like weeks and she didn't say anything to anyone. Never. Until, yeah, until this one part we'll get to, but never. She didn't. It was very weird. Okay. So she's pretty shocked to learn that possibly her mother knew her killer because she said, nobody, who would want to hurt my mom? Um, So they ask her, who do you know? What, blah, blah, blah. That's her. She kind of brings up Victor, but she says Victor never could have done this. Victor could not hurt anyone. Remember that phrase. I will. For later. Um, she said he was the one when and she was, was talking one about him. Yeah, she, she was, like, was oh, the one. Her love of, of her him, life. Yes. We, he, I would have just been with him. Right. Yeah. Kay then mentions this is where too. I feel like Kay just again things weren't really I have kicked with into Kay. gear with the yeah. brain. Nope. Nope. I have she says. By the way, could this be related? I've been getting psycho letters in the mail that have been threatening to kill me and my son. And Don Gale looks at her like, bitch, you are dumb. Bitch, what are you not getting? Especially when she said, when she was reading them too. She was reading them out loud. She had been getting these for a while. So it is December. She had been getting them since May. 
And they gave Kay a typed copy of one of the letters. It said, roses are red, violets are blue. We're going to fuck Jason and your house too. I don't know why they would fuck her house after her son. (laughs) Mrs. Whedon. That's very formal. Yeah, that is very formal. We wanted to send you a warning that something is going to happen soon. And he is going to get hurt real bad. Jason won't know when or where. But it will be very soon. <laughs> I mean, what kind of a dumb asshole letter is that? But if you got that in the mail, would you just keep it in a file? No. And go, oh, gosh. That was kind of nope. a little bit scary and made nope. me nervous. But I'm just going to put it here in my letters and Christmas letters. Anyone saying they were going to fuck my kids, I would I would question scream, it. cry, yeah. and run to the police. And then Kay says, oh my, that was scary. That was freaky. Something out of a movie. She still, she That's did not she said. I know. go to the police. And she had multiple letters and only mentioned them to Don Gale when he started asking if things were weird. She doesn't say, oh yeah, my mother was murdered. My boyfriend disappeared off the face of the earth a week ago. And I've been getting these torturous murder letters. Mm-hmm. What in the hell is wrong with her? Does she, what a else lot. happens to her during the day where this is normal? I think a lot is wrong, which... Is very yes. telling in the relationship between her right. and her son later. Yeah. So now a month goes by, 100 miles away. We see real detective. Her name is Paula May. She's a our detective sergeant. Again, it's a freezing, super cold day. We see her in a car. It probably that, was like really probably 40, 49. Yeah. But she's in a car, this reenactment. Now we see her in a reenactment in a car that's not on. In freezing blizzard, and they said a frigid day. Again, if you know cold, you don't sit in a car that's no. not on because you'll freeze no. to death. Yep. Why would you be outside and the sitting in a car? Will get, yeah, yeah, fogged up. Right. And, mm-hmm. No, she was just sitting there. No, 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 no. But she got it. Gets a call that there was a body found in the forest. So she turns on her car. I'm like, hon, mm-hmm. your car should have been on warming up. Right. What are you talking right. about? You would have to scrape the shit out of your windows. Oh, and then you're gonna slide all over in the parking lot and crash into your coworkers' cars, and then you got to get out of there quick before they see that you did that. If you ever have done that in a parking lot, maybe. <laughs> um, now we see a reenactment. The reenactment detective of Detective May, Paula, Paula May. For some reason, she had really long blonde hair, but she slicked it back at the top with like Vaseline. Did you notice how flat and greasy the top was? And then it was like, yeah, like um, a rocker, like D. Schneider. But if he had his hair free and then just slicked the very top back with Vaseline. Yes. Some people don't know what that that. works. It's like they put gel in it and then they, when it's wet, they comb it back and put it in a ponytail. And then she didn't have the ponytail. She just had it free. So I was confused. Yeah. Hmm. And, and then her, did you notice her arms reenactment detective? She had like She-Ra arms, He-Man arms. They were super muscular. They were awesome. She, like amazing yeah. arms, but they were ripped. It's like, okay, I like your arms. I don't know your, about the hair. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know about the Vaseline She's hair. with another, a few other police officers in the reenactment. And this is 1994 in January, high in the Blue Ridge Mountains. So it might be cold. The ground was frozen. They go find, through and they find a man dead, frozen to the ground, covered in snow. As they start studying him, they realize animals have eaten one of his feet. His foot was gone. And then she starts cleaning him off and says, wait, is he naked? He had no clothes. Oh, my God. What happens to the 
to the wing when it freezes. I don't want to know. Oh, does it, what happens Do to you think it? she kept brushing that part I off? I think she did. <laughs> they had to like stop her and say it's clear. Excuse me, ma'am. We know Paula he May doesn't have clear. any clothes on. <laughs> Paula May. No means no, Paula May. <laughs> but his foot is gone. Yeah. I was just checking to see right. if anything else was gone. He had been shot twice, another twice to the head, just like Catherine, Mm -hmm. in the temple and in the neck. Good God. There are no clues at the scene. There are no footprints. He had been there a while. I mean, the snow had covered everything up. There was just nothing there that they could really find. A few days later, Detective May gets a report on a missing persons case that might actually match the frozen Wang naked man in the woods. And it's actually Victor Gunnerson. He is missing person report. Mm-hmm. Kay's name was in that folder as being the last person to see Victor Gunnerson alive. So Detective May, who is smart, calls Kay in. So Kay drives 100 miles to this share or whatever police sheriff office whatever were they police case called in for the interview she gets the news that victor is dead a foot has been eaten and she (laughs) she cries possibly away and is totally devastated and cries because again she really did love him Um, he was the one one. and then she's like gosh what a terrible time for me i mean my god my mom gets murdered and now my boyfriend is murdered and the detective says um excuse Excuse me me? hold up um did you just hear what you said out of your own mouth and Kay said i don't listen to what comes out of my mouth (laughs) i don't listen to anything and she said have you ever thought that maybe your mom and your boyfriend's murders could be related. Like you're maybe a link between the two. And she looked at her like, um, what? And you've been getting letters where people want to kill your murder son your, and son. Fuck your son. Yeah. And all these things are just, whew, yep. it's a bad week. It's a bad week. Now we're back to Jason, the son, who tells this horrifying story that clearly he still has PTSD from. He's asleep one night in bed, and he said he jolted straight out of his bed because he heard a huge, loud boom that woke him up. Mm -hmm. And he said to him, it sounded like a gunshot. But your brain really doesn't think that then. So he's just, he heard a noise. He said he started screaming for his mom. And he's at this time, he looked, what, 14, 15, maybe? He says, I'm screaming like a little kid for my mom to come in. Kay comes in and he, she says, what's wrong? He said, I heard, I think I heard a gunshot. And she's like, again, not really putting things together. Like what? But she thankfully at least calls the police then. So the police come and yes, they see a bullet on from the outside of his house, went by his dresser and missed him by just inches of killing him in bed. Although Kay says the police pretty much just said, all right, we'll keep an eye on it. I know. Like this boy was almost shot to death in his bed. Her mother was shot to death. Her boyfriend was shot house. to death. Like, and they stayed in the house. Bye. Get her a new place to live. Find them like a, a secret house. Live in the jail house. For, yeah, yes. like some place. And Jason says, I'm just grateful I'm not dead, which actually is a weird statement. But when you think that 
a trauma. That's what a traumatized kid would say. And when your mom doesn't fucking take care of you. Like that is a profound statement when you're a child that has been through that much horrific trauma. I'm grateful I didn't die. I mean, obviously, but that that's what he took away from his childhood that I guess I'm alive. I mean, that's all there was. No, I feel I felt so bad for him. Like just so traumatized. I hope I hope he has really a lot of help. I hope so, too. Now, Kay, again, really uses um, that Mensa brain of hers and decides to call in help. So she turns to her on again, off again boyfriend. His name is LC, initials LC. Not LC, the cow. Yeah, no. LC Underwood. He is a police officer. So she feels. His first name was Lamont. 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 Yeah. So probably Lamont Clifford or Maybe. Lamont Clarice. Clarice. He's a police officer. Carl. And Kay says, even though we went through a rough breakup, which we'll hear about, Elsie comes over. He examines the letters. He Claxton. Claxton. Like Frida Claxton. Lam- yes. From Golden from Girls. Golden Girls. God, what a terrible Claxton. name. I would want to be called Elsie, too. Me, too. Elsie's kind of sexy. It's like Elsie yeah. from the hills or the lauren conrad yeah yeah what I is guess. that what is she she from? was on the hills i yeah. think elsie comes over he this brings the, the original forensic LC. he's the original elsie yep. forensic kit he has gloves and little tweezers and stuff and is examining the letter and he says he'll help her because he's a cop he'll talk to the cops because the cops are really kind of just saying i don't know um and she's really grateful he says he's not getting any he doesn't see anything from the letters that he can use then we see a reenactment. Kay is at her wit's end. She says now she hasn't been sleeping. She hasn't been eating. She's kind of panicking because uh, well, all this about shit is time. happening. It's about it's time. It's about time you started panicking. And Kay. they show her smoking tons. And I'm like, they haven't shown smoking in a no. TV show or movie. I don't know how they can right. get away with this. They're, she's just smoking heater Smoke after heater. Stack. Just smoking it. Smoke um, so she it. answers the phone and it rings and it's a heavy breather. Yeah. We're like, oh, gross. And she hangs up so another call, heavy breather. So many times. Hangs up another call, heavy breather. Jason walks into the kitchen again, just watches her answer the phone, heavy breather, hangs up. I mean, and she said, Jason said it was happening all the time at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., constantly. Heavy breather. Then just say if Can your you friends... Can you call 911, please, Kay? Like, now would be the time to Or take say, your phone off the hook and have your cons- friends... Your mom's yeah. dead. Who else is going to call you? Right. Your boyfriend's dead. <laughs> Who are you getting calls from? <laughs> My God. She said she was being stalked 24-7. She felt like people were following her. Because they were. Yeah. She was being. She's super stressed out. Reenactment K again, smoking heaters, gets a knock at the kitchen door, mm-hmm. and it's very suspenseful. The director of this episode was pretty good. Yeah, because much went higher a- quality director than we usually get. So it's very suspense in yeah. this episode. Yeah. So we look at the door, and it's kind of a dun dun dun. And she slowly opens the door, and there it is. It's just Detective Paula May. Paula oh, says, Paula May. Can we come in? And Paula looks at her like, Bitch, good God. Get it together. Yeah. Detective May sits down with her and says, Hun, um, we're reading the letters you got. And it seems like with the roses are red, violets are blue thing. It's kind of a romantic theme. Mm-hmm. Do you think this could be someone you've had a relationship with since it's everyone you love that's getting blown away? And Kay says, 
What? Huh? Mm-hmm. What? Huh? Wait, say that again. Uh-huh. Okay. It just said last uh-huh didn't get picked up. And I was like, uh-huh. have you been being because recorded this whole time? Also, I was listening to Jamie blow his nose upstairs. Yes. He's I was hoping some that would get picked up. Dander issues with all our 800 pets and their yeah. shedding. Yeah. Phil's nose is a faucet yes. right now. Yeah. Kay says, well, honestly, my worst breakup was with L.C. Underwood. And he right now is helping me with all this. Detective May pretty much shits her pants and gives her a look like slap she like, wanted to slap her i've just fucking solved it you dumb bitch don't yeah. you see what's going on she clearly didn't no Kay says um can you just maybe tell me about your relationship with elsie i mean paula may solved li- literally in her yep. eyes you can tell she yep. knew right there yep so Kay goes well i mean oh she thought elsie was mr wonderful too Again, mm-hmm. part of a horrible pattern. She said it was a really great relationship until he started showing strange behaviors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Can you describe those, ma'am? Yes. Um, she said we dated until one day he just flipped out on me. So Jason actually tells his story. Yeah. So one year earlier they were dating. Jason says we were, he was a kid. Um, one year earlier before the murders, not current times, but. Um, right. Jason was a kid. They were going to go on a little trip, and he was with like Elsie. Woods or something, something or weird. Camping I don't know. Camping something. maybe. Yeah. His mom, Elsie, and him. They were all kind of excited. Um, Elsie had just washed his car that day, and then it started snowing again with the snow. I know. Jason and Kay were like, "Oh, how beautiful it's snowing!" Kind of thinking like, "What a you know how pretty." Elsie has a psychotic mental breakdown swearing yelling screaming yeah fit and Kay is like jesus christ she said elsie it's a little bit of snow and elsie says why don't you just shut the fuck up Kay? Yeah. in front of poor jason in the back seat. and he starts screaming at her jason's looking like um can i please call the police right like you're just can run out oh, i'm sorry i'm with the police yeah yeah um so she said, I broke with up with him after that because I didn't care for that behavior. Well, that's good, Kay. That mm-hmm. was good. All right. So Kay is on another date. Now, Kay was hot here and not handsome. So she was wet. She was just poon. I mean, Wang was chasing her down. All over. Yeah. She had to beat off Wang with a stick <laughs> or a tongs. <laughs> Some scallops. She was hitting Ween away with the tongs. She's on another date. Talking, oh my God, this yeah. is the worst. I and thought. you see her Ugh. and her date just talking about how lovely the restaurant was. Mm-hmm. That seemed to be their mm-hmm. their conversation. Elsie shows up and just stands there like a psycho. Like, I mean, like Hannibal Lecter just standing there staring at her. Super creepy. And she's like, Elsie, hi. He pulls up a chair and sits down with them at the table. Yeah. Um, that alone is super creepy and weird. Um, he says, um, the date actually says, I think reads in Kay's face like this is fucked and says, hey, why don't you leave? Elsie points his finger at the date and says, if you don't shut up, I'll kill you. <laughs> you just, I'm out on a date with this lady. You know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom and he should just ran for it. No, yeah. Like this is our first date. Fine. Yeah, I don't I've, like her um, that much. Uh, bye. 
Then Elsie picks up a glass and dumps it all in Kay's lap. The whole thing. And then gets up and walks away. And Kay is just like, what? Holy shit. And And she called him? She called him to help her with all of this. And so that's when Detective May, they go back to Detective May and show her face. And she's looking at Kay like, what's wrong? What? And she says... So you don't think that Elsie is behind all of this? And Kay is in huge denial. She says, well, Elsie told me he loved me, and you don't do that to people you love. What an idiot. Kay. Oh, God. And Kay is in huge denial. And so we do learn, I mean, Detective May pretty much says, LC is the one doing this. He is the one that's been stalking you since you broke up with him. Although they have zero physical evidence, they somehow do get a search warrant to search his house, which is pretty big because they really just have no evidence. They go into the house. This is where it turns. Oh my gosh. So crazy. So if you've seen sleeping with the enemy you know exactly what the house looks like already so don gale is with detective may these two have teamed up and they go in and search the house and don gale says it's so clean it's sterile like Mm -hmm. like horrific now my house would not be described Um, i was just going to say sterile listener cat yes me yeah we are not cleaners No. no People nope. would walk right in and say, "Well, the dog here and cat here alone in my house. It what looks can like I there's do? been a str- looks yeah. as if there's a str- what is it? My looks cleaning like style been, is, is more looks as if there's been a struggle. Yes, yes, that's it. Um, it looks like not a this staged guy. murder scene yeah. of robbery. Oh no, not this guy. No. So Detective May goes in the kitchen, opens the cabinets, and this is where it is: the sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, she shits her pants and says, "Holy." crapoli <laughs> the cans are as you'd expect stacked perfectly neatly mm-hmm. labels facing forward and alphabetized yes so we oh. had the cream of chicken before the cream of then mushroom the before the minestrone before be- the for the tomato tomato she goes into his closet his hanger hangers are separated at even intervals his shoes with tassels must be work shoes had rubber bands around the tassels so they wouldn't fray. Yes. Who or my shoes. One is downstairs. One is upstairs. One is being chewed on by the dog. One is in the garage. Yeah. What the dog always takes one out in the summer and it's in the yard. Uh, How to be that OCD would actually be crippling. I think, I mean, even OCD at all, I think is crippling. Because I don't yeah. have any of it. But no, to know that you can't leave a room unless something is straight or something's been checked or something's been turned right. off or something's been set exactly the way you right. need it or it's going to drive you insane. Right. That would be really hard. Yeah. So clearly this guy is mental. He has mental yeah. things going on in his brain. So my God, they search Elsie's car. And of course, as they now figure it's spotless, he even cleans under the hood. The engine was spotless. Yes. Who scrubs their car engine? I don't know. I mean, what? What? I just looked uh, under mine for the first how time. How do you clean it? What do you use? I don't know. A Cinderella scrub brush. They look in his trunk. It looks pretty clean. 
but this dumb bitch messed up. They find a shoe print in the trunk at the top of the trunk. And right there, they know that Don Gale is like, that's Victor's shoe. That was Victor. Victor was in this trunk. He killed Victor. And then, of course, Paula May says, well, we're shit out of luck because Victor was naked. He didn't have shoes on. We can't match this print to Victor in any way. Right. But also, they, one of his feet yeah. was missing. The foot was so, eaten as yeah. well. The cops take the trunk mat anyway, just to see if they can get any other evidence on it. Don Gale, now we're back to where the beginning was. Don Gale decides he's going to try to talk to Elsie, and this is the phone conversation he records. <laughs> and that's where Elsie loses it. He's swearing at him. Using um, his first and yeah, last he's Calling name. him Don Gale. Yep. But like you said, Don Gale is smiling the whole time because yep. he knew he, like this guy is so unhinged. Obviously, they're getting close yep. to him and he knows they're closing in. And You're so, ruining my yeah. reputation in this town, Don Gale. Yeah. Well, maybe don't murder everybody you see, you asshole. Maybe don't alphabetize your canned soups. So Kay at this time is still a wreck, constantly scared, constantly just fucked in the head about what's going to happen next or who's going to die. Um, she is now saying she has huge regret for bringing Elsie into her life. Oh. She talks about the enormous rift it caused between her and Jason. Correct. And we see real Jason, and he says, I can't really say it's all her fault, which is true. If a guy is stalking you, that is not your fault. If, you know, a guy, right. you abuse to a woman, it is not right. your it's fault. not acceptable. But no. he does say she contributed to the outcome. She sure as hell contributed some to the outcome, he said. Which, again, she did by not reporting things to the police right right away like she should have. And where I felt like he was hurt, like you had mentioned, you as a kid, you just expect your parents to protect you. Mm -hmm. You really expect that your parents are going to go out of their way to protect their child. And when they don't, it just kind of is like, if you don't even care. Like, she got a letter that said, I'm going to kill your son and then was going out on dates with victor gunnerson like i wouldn't be leaving my kid no no thank you and didn't i mean like, multiple letters threatening his yeah, life yeah i feel like he really f- was neglected in a right. way i yeah. mean there was something she wanted a husband probably because single parenting is fucking hard and it sucks shit it sucks. but yeah it was like he felt very i know I think he just didn't feel safe. And that's, as a child, that's what you want to feel. Well, that's your, I mean, when you study the brain, right? That's your amygdala is to be safe and to eat. And he, that was his core, right? His core brain wasn't fulfilled. And that's stressing constantly. Don Gale gets a call from the forensics lab. He said hairs were found in the trunk, 15 hairs that were consistent with Victor Gunnarsson. Um, they said, I don't know if it was Omar Sharif's or Tom Selleck's or Victor <laughs> but we Gunnarsson's. Think that they were but they Swedish. Think they, yeah, we <laughs> think they're victors. Elsie got arrested because of that. That's, I mean, you can't even use hair in court anymore, can you? Because you can't just say, oh, this hair's brown and your hair's brown. You're the killer. I mean, <laughs> they didn't have DNA. Have to, yeah. I don't I mean, think. You can use it if you have DNA now. I but think. yeah, but they didn't have that. Yeah. I don't think. The reenactment shows the creepiest part of the whole show, I think, where um, 
Elsie is in custody, sitting at a table, and he is just stone, just sitting like a yeah. stone statue, staring, and his eyes are literally like all black. Yeah. And he's just staring forward, and then poor Paula May is trying to talk to him, like, oh my God. She said he was looking like a mannequin. Yeah. With these scary black eyes. She shows him three pictures of um, his victims. I think one was Kay, and then one was Catherine, and one was victor one might have been jason too and there he slowly is straining them to make them even on the table yeah he could she just kind of had them askew he straightens them out and then may says i know you killed Catherine and victor and elsie goes well just says well that was it and then she said well that wasn't a confession to me (laughs) yeah yeah well she wasn't taking any of his stupid bullshit well so what they believed happened is that when Kay broke up with LC, he had stalked her for a year mm-hmm. and he was watching on that December night when Kay and Victor kissed and said goodbye on the porch and fucking lost his shit. Now I read some outside information yeah. that says she knew that he saw them. Really? Yeah. She knew he still never put it all together. Right. That's why I am with her. Not, I am not a fan of Kay. I'm God. sorry. Elsie follows Victor home. They think maybe stun guns him or something. Gets him in the trunk. Walks him into the woods. I don't know why Victor went to just... He must have had a gun on him. Kick, Run. Kick him in the crotch. Yeah, Victor... Wrestle with him. You're a big guy. He's big. He was supposed to be What the hell? But who knows? I don't know. Maybe they stunned him in the ball so many times. Who knows? He got killed in the woods. Left there. Stripped naked. Took his clothes. Yeah. Six days later... After that's not, Kay's not really too concerned, really, about Victor disappearing. <laughs> Just another one left. He decides he needs her uh, attention a little bit more, so he kills her mother so that she would be in grief and want to come back yeah. to him. Oh, he's um, the one, obviously, then that shot, tried to kill Jason, mm-hmm. again, for more attention. In 1997, he goes to court, mm-hmm. and he is guilty, life in prison, we see Kay again. It said on a she. It was Christmas Day, two thousand eighteen. She gets a call from her cousin, and her cousin informs her that LC had just died in prison. Yeah, and she said that was the best gift, Christmas gift she ever got. And they do show at the very end, Jason and Kate having a conversation. I think for the first time in three years, mm-hmm. um, trying to reunite and trying to talk through. But still, she wasn't hearing him. She was just like, well, you're my kid. We're family forever. And he was like, yeah, I guess we are. I guess you're my mom. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, he just looks like he has not handled. He wants her to say, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't protect you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I fucked up. Yeah, I met these total fucks. Now, here's where your butthole is going to blow apart. Yeah, blow it. Blow everyone's asshole. Victor Gunnarsson, who played kind of a small role in this show. You know, he was a boyfriend, just happened to get killed because he was in the wrong place at the wrong Got time. Got his foot eaten off. Yep. Um, because a psycho ex-boyfriend was watching him. Oh, my God. Randy is being oh. a dick, of course. Um, well, Victor has a history of his own. In 1985, I believe it was, Victor Gunnarsson is the main suspect. Now we pretty much feel he did 86, it. 86. 86. Yep. Of shooting and killing the Swedish prime minister. His name was Olaf Palm. Mm-hmm. 
He would, Olaf was coming out of a movie theater with his wife. Mm-hmm. Victor Gunnarsson just walked up behind him and blew his head apart mm-hmm. and ran away because he was an extreme, in an extreme white right wing political group that was very much against the prime minister. And so he assassinated him. He killed a prime minister. Nice. And then he fled to the United States and then he starts dating Kay and then he gets killed by LC. He and then Kay thinks he wouldn't have shot her mother and he killed a he killed the president of his country. He, he assassinated his president. He also what I was reading about him was that like he was like a con man even before he right like he said he grew shot. up in yeah, like he was like always he grew like up in oh, California. Yeah. And he used to he American accent Swedish. Yes, he pretended like he was from California. He had a fake American accent. He um tr- he talked big and always was like I'm going to kill the prime minister. I hate him. And then they never convicted him for doing that. He or charged him with it. But he was hi- it was highly suspected that right. it was him. But as soon as it happened, people because he was such a blowhard yeah. and had been talking about it they were like get out right. of here so that's when he left yeah. for north carolina my god and she- then he was just trying to put another one over on k which probably trying to good choice yeah. victor because she, she's dumb as shit yeah clearly was buying Kay it has a picker among pickers for men she might be worse than us i think she is worse than us she has no radar for crazy none no. or she's hot for crazy maybe is she hot for crazy she might be hot she might see those dark black shark eyes and say that's the one for that me porn star mustache yep. is really something special yeah. victor and your psychotic eyes i love it <laughs> what the hell Kay? i don't know oh jason i hope you get help me too but yeah i mean if you're if they have dark psychotic eyes that don't blink and have no soul shining through say i'll pass i read that lc too had been married three times oh who is marrying this pig i don't know and also he was in an orphanage from the ages of three to 18 there it is he was fucked up abandoned well and he was probably beaten stunted or abused, abused. Yeah. and his brain did not function he's a sociopath no. yeah oh and he just i want what i want control everything right the ocd mm-hmm. like everything was a shit show when i was growing up and now i can have it neat mm-hmm. like i want oh my god if i want the carrots alphabetically before the frankfurters <laughs> i do it Oh, Frank. I mean, Elsie. Elsie. Oh, <laughs> Frank Froy. What was his name? Lamont. Lamont Clarice. Lamont, Lamont Claxton. Oh, well. Aces beget. Yeah. Aces beget. Yeah, they just. He gave his aces to Jason. He passed them down. That fuck. And Kay, who knows what happened to that? Her. She just was. She just was horny. <laughs> Too horny for her own good. You can be too horny for your own good. You can be. Yep. Too horny. Too horny. <laughs> okay. Cripes. Anyway, we are um, wrapping this up. So Thank if you want to check so us out much. on our social media, give us a rating, please. We would love it if you could do that. 
Leave us a review. Join, Join us, us on, on our Facebook, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, on Instagram. Join Patreon if you want some extras. Because more Sarah of the show. will send you nudes. I'll send you all those nudes. God, so many. Yes. <laughs> it, it may be nudes of my husband and not me. Might you don't know what you're going to get. Or nudes of Randy. Yeah, Randy's nudes. <laughs> Randy loves posing for nudes. <laughs> C-3PO's yeah. news. C-3PO's Crotch news. Crotch shot. All right, you guys. Right. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.